0: Good evening. Our top stories tonight, B. John Robinson. Where is he going to end up? I know he's taking visits with the Philadelphia Eagles, but I believe that B. John Robinson was born to be a Cincinnati Bengal. Outside of that, we don't have a lot of news around the NFL today. Calais Campbell heading to the Atlanta Falcons. Love to see that. Falcons loading up to be a competitive team. They just don't have a quarterback. Say they believe in Desmond Ritter. I don't. Hopefully they get Lamar Jackson, but based on this draft, no, I don't think the Falcons get Lamar Jackson. But we've got that. We've got Israel Abanakanda absolutely crushing it today at his pro day. Ran 4-4-1 unofficial on his first, and then scout times are saying he ran anywhere from 4-2 to 4-3. My God, Israel Abanakanda, he's the real deal at running back. All that and much, much more on player profiler, today like i said quiet quiet day around the nfl in terms of news i thought we would see something busier the biggest news of the day a couple changes paris campbell he's going to number zero paris campbell making the switch he is joining calvin ridley from the jacksonville jaguars as another number zero so we've got two Wide receivers already wearing number zero. We have T. Higgins. T. Higgins is going to be switching to the number five, which he wore back in his days with the Clemson Tigers. Now, of course, you're wondering why? Why is he? Why did he wait so long to switch? That's because the NFL made you pay to switch your jersey a couple seasons for the past couple of seasons. So Higgins sticks it out, switch into number five, and good to go. We also have Israel Abanakanda, who we talked about in the intro? What a pro day for him! Forty-one inch vertical, explosive as hell. Somewhere from a high four-two to a low four-three in terms of his forty. I can't wait to get those official numbers. Can't wait to report on those because those are going to be game-changing. Who? We also have Aaron Rodgers, the Jets. The we've got to win. It's a winning business, and the Jets have reportedly convince the Packers to back the hell off of that number 13th overall pick. It's staying with the New York Jets. It's going to be conditional second round pick could be a first round pick next year and a second round this year. And the Jets still have two second round picks. They got one from the Browns in the not Corey Davis. They got one from the Browns in the Elijah Moore trade. So the Jets are still sitting pretty based on keeping these picks, but Aaron Rodgers, He's going to be a Jet. It's just Packers are being unreasonable. They are taking so, so, so long. Also, saw a little tweet earlier today. Something pointing out, you know, Will Levis, he is just so inaccurate, right? I mean, he only completed 66% of his passes in the SEC, only completed 65.4% of his passes in the SEC. Terrible. Just completely inaccurate. You know, that's what he's known for. But Bryce Young, Bryce Young, he is so, so accurate. Pinpoint accuracy. Bryce Young, QB1 in the draft. So, so good. He's just a better quarterback. He's just so accurate. 66.9%. So in 2021, Bryce Young was more accurate or had a higher completion percentage than Will Levis. But this past year, Bryce Young had a lower completion percentage than Will Levis. Isn't that interesting how Will Levis is considered inaccurate, a project? But Bryce Young, playing at Alabama with all those weapons, completes the same amount of passes. Oh, he's, he's so accurate. He Patrick Mahomes better watch out. Ridiculous. Will Levis, the hate is off the charts for Will Levis. But that's why we've got this mock draft. We have this mock draft here to tell you that Will Levis is going to a real team. Will Levis is underappreciated. Will Levis deserves respect, and he's going to be a top five quarterback. He truly is, but don't take my word for it. Let's start drafting. So let's get the screen up here. We're going to be selecting for all 32 teams in my mock draft 1.0. I know I published one a little while ago with Believe, but this is my first with Player Profiler. This is truly mock draft 1.0 that I'm going to be doing here live with you guys. Now, not live on the air, but live in studio drafting with you, friends. So anyways, we've got the Carolina Panthers with the 101. And of course, the Carolina Panthers are selecting CJ Stroud. We know this. We've been known on this. We already heard Josh McCown say, yep, he's he's our guy. We'll see you on the court. Me and you, we're going to be playing basketball because you're going to be living here in Charlotte. We're going to be best buddies. C.J. Stroud, absolute lock. Lock of all locks to go to the Carolina Panthers. Some have said maybe they go with Anthony Richardson, Will Levis. They're in love with the physical ability. I just don't see it. I... Don't see the Carolina Panthers pivoting off of CJ Stroud, the most pro ready quarterback. Frank Reich, coaching for his life, finally gets his quarterback. General manager, drafting for his job. You don't get fired drafting CJ Stroud. And the Houston Texans. I don't think you get fired if you're D'Amico Ryan's by drafting Bryce Young. However, general manager. He could be fired, but he's probably on his way out anyways. He had two head coaches over the past two years. Had that fight with Jack Easterby. So anyways, Houston Texans, D'Amico Ryans in full control, but not really. Still has to answer to the general manager. I don't think it matters either way. D'Amico Ryans, former Alabama product. He gets his quarterback, Bryce Young. I know he is not a rushing quarterback. I know he had negative rushing yards in college, but... He is mobile. He is creative in the pocket. He just doesn't take off downfield because he doesn't have to. At Alabama, you don't have to, much the same way that C.J. Stroud does not take off downfield. He was not a Russian quarterback at all. You don't have to when you have the weapons of Alabama, of Ohio State. But C.J. Stroud, mobile. Bryce Young, mobile. Now, we're not going to see that payoff in fantasy football, but in terms of scheme fit, Bryce Young in this Kyle Shanahan system that D'Amico Ryans is going to be employing with the Houston Texans in his version of it. Bryce Young fits that mold. He really does. Will Levis. I love Will Levis. I believe in Will Levis. I would take Will Levis over Bryce Young in fantasy football and probably in real life too, because of the upside. I think Bryce Young really is my QB four based on the upside, based on the size But Bryce Young fits this offense. He's got the bootleg capability. He's got the football intelligence. It is what it is. We just know we've all accepted what the first two picks are going to be, right? It's going to be CJ Stroud to the Panthers and Bryce Young to the Houston Texans. Let me know if I'm off base here, but these, these, these are the first two picks. It's locked in. Now, the Arizona Cardinals, I don't believe they will be picking at three. No, not at all. I've said it before. I'll say it again, the Las Vegas Raiders, and I unfortunately will have to force a trade with the Raiders here. We're not going to get into draft capital and all that. We're just going to force this trade straight one for one. You can figure out the capital later. Raiders trade up to three with the Arizona Cardinals. They are now on the clock, and they, of course, take Anthony Richardson. I've been hyping this pick for a while for the Las Vegas Raiders. You've, You've heard it on the show. I don't know how many times we did a whole episode on it. Anthony Richardson, the Raiders already explored a trade up to that first overall pick. Panthers beat him out for it, but they were interested in trading up. What's to stop them to, from trading up to third overall? Is there anything? Is there anything at all that could stop them? I don't think so. Jimmy Garoppolo is not stopping them. Josh McDaniels, he's coaching for his job. He's fighting for his damn life. He has to give them something to believe it. Doesn't he? Or else Josh McDaniels he's going to be on his way out. He's going to... right, Josh McDaniels, it was such an embarrassing first year. Forces Derek Carr out. Replaces him with Jimmy Garoppolo. If there's no hope at the end of the season, Josh McDaniels is out of here. And so with Anthony Richardson, with a project quarterback, he can point to say, no, you got to let me develop Anthony Richardson. If it doesn't work out with Richardson, you can fire me then, but you got to at least wait until Anthony Richardson is ready. Oh, by the way, that'll be in three years. Smart move by Josh McDaniels trading up gets Anthony Richardson mobile quarterback. Josh McDaniel showed a lot of success working with Cam Newton, had a lot of fun with that quarterback power game. Now with the fourth overall pick, many of you think I would pick Will Levis here for the Indianapolis Colts, and that's what I did in my first mock draft. But no, in Jack Kavanaugh's mock draft 1.0, it's not Will Levis to the Colts, no. Because if you're a regular listener of the show, I have convinced myself that the Indianapolis Colts no, they've got a different plan at quarterback. The Indianapolis Colts, when all is said and done, when the dust has settled on the NFL draft, they are going to put out an offer sheet to the Baltimore Ravens, to Lamar Jackson, give him what he wants and tell the Baltimore Ravens, hey, match us or he's ours. And Lamar goes to the Indianapolis Colts. And if not, Colts bought him out with Gardner Minshew as their starting quarterback. And that's okay too. Maybe Gardner Minshew. Has the Geno Smith career arc. Maybe he figures it out. Different career arc because Gardner Minshew. Anyways, not important. Colts pass on quarterback instead. They get their new version of Dwight Freeney. They get their new version of Robert Mathis. They get the bendy, explosive, productive edge defender, Will Anderson from Alabama believe it was Freeney from Alabama too. Regardless, you just know that Chris Ballard is going to love Will Anderson, love the traits, love the prestige, love all the awards that he was given in college. One of the most decorated college athletes in the history. And just in the history, honestly, I was going to say in the history of college football, but no, Will Anderson, one of the most decorated athletes in college history. That puts the Seattle Seahawks on the clock. And this, this is Will Levis's time to shine. This is where Will Levis comes off the board to the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle, they've been meeting with multiple teams. They've been meeting with every quarterback. The only pro days that Pete Carroll attends are the quarterback pro days. So Anthony Richardson, he's going to have his pro day tomorrow. Ooh, I cannot wait to tell you all about that. Can't wait to talk about that tomorrow. But that's the only pro days that Pete Carroll's going to. And he knows we're never going to pick this high again. Geno Smith is too good of a quarterback for us to pick fifth overall. I'm too good of a coach to be picking fifth overall. So when the Colts pass on a quarterback, Will Levis head into Seattle and he can be a project. He can be developed behind Geno Smith. It's essentially a one-year deal for Geno Smith. Will Levis sits behind him. You decide after this season, okay, do we trust Will Levis? Are we going to start him in 2024? Or do we go another year of Geno and let them battle it out? Great, great setup for the Seattle Seahawks. They have put on an absolute masterclass this offseason. The Seattle Seahawks truly have just chef's kiss. Can't beat it. Absolutely, absolutely so impressed with the Seahawks. That puts the Lions on the clock. And Dan Campbell recently said of Jalen Carter, talked to some of his teammates, it was interesting. Well, what does that mean? Is it good? Is it bad? It was interesting. I believe that's a smokescreen. I think the Lions are going to be taking Jalen Carter. They're a big character football team. They care a lot about who you are as a person. And Jalen Carter, I know he's got the controversy for the uh, speeding, but Jalen Carter, you have to remember, started a tradition with the Georgia football team where if you're a scholarship athlete, you pay for the meals of the non-scholarship athletes because those aren't free. If you're not on scholarship at Georgia, you have to pay for your meals. Scholarship athletes, they get it for free. So all these guys starting to make nil money, NIL, name, image, likeness, they started to pay for their non-scholarship athletes, and that, I think, will make a difference for Dan Campbell, for Brad Holmes, and that's why I've got Jalen Carter going to the Lions. Cardinals on the block at pick seven, taking Tyree Wilson. I don't know. I don't know what this new regime is like. I don't know how they're going to run it in New England Patriots 2.0, because this is a... New England Patriots type hire in Monty Austin Fort So I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know what type of scheme they'll employ. Well, I know the type of scheme they'll employ. It's Jonathan Gannon's. And I think Jonathan Gannon, gonna love a athletic freak like Tyree Wilson. Just feels like a Cardinals pick. And maybe this is a projection of a Cliff Kingsbury pick, but, can see the Cardinals just falling in love with the measurables on Tyree Wilson, even though he is not testing, even though I don't think he should go this high. This just feels like a Cardinals pick. And maybe I am projecting again, the old Cardinals, but it just feels like it now with the Atlanta Falcons. I've done this one before too, and I'm going to do it again. Miles Murphy to the Atlanta Falcons. They are building a powerhouse on defense. Calais Campbell signed earlier today. They drafted Arnold Ebicchetti in the second round last year. They bring back Lorenzo Carter. They've got D'Angelo Malone. But none of these players, none of these edge rushers that I've listed match up with the physicality, the physical ability, the length of Miles Murphy, the Clemson edge defender. He's going to fit him well with the Atlanta Falcons. They are truly building a bully on the defense. Jesse Bates signed him at safety this offseason. Casey Hayward's back at corner. AJ Turrell back at corner. Building, I'm excited for this Falcons team. I know part of my excitement is because I still believe that Lamar Jackson could end up there despite me giving him to the Indianapolis Colts. But man, wouldn't that be fun? Atlanta Falcons, Lamar Jackson. Anyways, I'll stop fantasizing and I'll start picking once again. And this is another one that I just, I'm going to be picking this every time. Unless I draft Peter Skaronsky ahead of the Chicago Bears. This one's just a lock. I mean, Peter Skoronsky, the guy from Illinois and going to Northwestern. Skoronsky, just a Chicago last name. You can just hear Mike Ditka calling it out. You just see it. You feel it. And I know they could go Paris Johnson. I've thought about that plenty of times, but really, I do not see myself going outside of Peter Skaronski, and he can play anywhere on this offensive line. He can play tackle. He can play guard. Maybe not center, but they don't need him to play center. Anyways, Peter Skaronski, new Chicago Bear, Philadelphia Eagles. Now, this one I've hemmed and hawed over. Do they take an edge rusher, or do they take a tackle? It doesn't have to be an edge rusher. I'm talking just an impact playmaker, though I don't think there's any... Defensive tackles that are going inside the top 10 here outside of Jalen Carter, but for the Eagles edge rusher or offensive tackle, because this is what Philadelphia does. A lot of people want to put B. John Robinson on the Philadelphia Eagles with that 10th overall pick, but that's just not who they are. It really isn't. They're not a running back in round one team. They're smarter than that. I know they drafted Jalen Rager, but There were things to like about Jalen Rager. He was hella explosive. Should have taken Justin Jefferson, but I don't begrudge Howie Roseman for drafting Jalen Rager in the first round. It's just who he drafted him in front of. That's the problem. Smart team, smart franchise. Don't draft running backs in the first round. So that leaves me edge rusher or offensive tackle, offensive lineman. And I think with the Bears passing on Peter Skaronsky, I'm going to go with Paris Johnson in this one. I believe I'm going with Paris Johnson, or do I? Hmm. This is one I'm, I'm I get hung up on. Nope. Going to go Paris Johnson to the Eagles. He can compete at right guard with Cam Jurgens. I ah, replace Belaine Johnson. Just signed. No, nope. we're going to go with Lucas Van Ness. We're going with Lucas Van Ness, edge rusher. He can step in, rotate in with Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham. They don't need him to make an impact right away. He can play on the interior, rush from the inside, which will help take some of the pass rushing that Javon Hargrave did off the table or help replace that alongside Jordan Davis. This is, this is the thing. The Eagles, they're going with an offensive lineman or an edge rusher, and I'm going to change. It's spur of the moment. I thought I was going offensive line. I switch on the drop of a hat, and because of that switch, that means that Paris Johnson is on the table for the Tennessee Titans to take. And I'll be doing this a lot. If Paris Johnson's available, take him to the Titans. If Peter Skoronsky he won't be available, but if he ever was, take him with the Titans. If Lucas Van Ness is available instead of those guys, then it's Van Ness to the Titans. It's going to be a cycle of those three guys who I'm getting picked. The Texans, on the other hand, though, I've kind of locked in a guy for the Houston Texans. I've locked in wide receiver Zay Flowers because he is dynamic. He is shifty. He can do it all. He can run with the ball. He can get yards after catch. He'll be great in the screen game with the San Francisco 49ers, 2.0 mindset that is going to be coming to the Houston Texans. Zay flowers to the Texans has in that Debo Samuel role just feels like a fit. I know he's smaller, more of a Percy Harvin type, but Percy Harvin liked to run people over too. But Zay flowers, he's going to be great yards after catch run after contact, all that's just all that jazz. For the Jets, they will be taking a, they will be picking here. They will be picking with their first round pick at 13th overall. Maybe they trade back, but they'll be picking in the first round. They will not lose this pick to the Green Bay Packers, but they will be drafting Nolan Smith. Cody has done this, I think twice now that I've seen Cody draft Nolan Smith to the Jets. And truly I'm in love with that. Getting Robert Sala, another edge rusher. Love that. This is another one that I've made in the past, and then I saw Matty Kiwo make Broderick Jones to the New England Patriots. This one, I'm a big fan of. They need offensive line help, Bill Belichick. It's 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 been rough. It's been rough these past couple of years. So start from the basics, draft another offensive lineman. You get a right tackle. Maybe he's left tackle, Trent Brown, you slide him back to right. But now you don't have to start Riley Reef at right tackle anymore. That is solved. That is saved. Green Bay Packers, I have going with a wide receiver. I've got them going with Jackson Smith and Jigba. They have said they need to address the wide receiver room. They really do. Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson, they're outside receivers. So Jackson Smith and Jigba goes to the Packers. Commanders, think with Devon Witherspoon. That's the best available that we've got left. So Devon Witherspoon to the Commanders. I did this last time too. Commanders draft a quarterback. Can't remember who. Joey Porter, I'm going to draft to the Steelers over and over again. Lions, they just signed Marvin Jones right before the show kicked off, in my world at least, but that's not enough. Having wide receiver three being a rotation of Marvin Jones, of Josh Reynolds, of Khalif Raymond, not enough. Get Quinton Johnston. He replaces DJ Chark, Jamison Williams, still the wide receiver two, and this is the most explosive offense in the NFL. Buccaneers, they need offensive line help. Desperately, they need an offensive tackle. So I don't know why Darnell Wright is so low on PFF, but Darnell Wright to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, just great value pick. This is something that we've seen the Buccaneers do in the past. For the Seahawks on their second pick, they're going to love Christian Gonzalez. Got local kid from the state of Washington. Wait, no, (laughs) Oregon and not Washington are different states. But anyways, you get my point. It's all that West Coast vibes. Christian Gonzalez. Now they got Christian Gonzalez. They've got Tariq Woolen. They've got uh, Kobe Bryant in the slot. Just three young athletic cornerbacks. Great job by the Philadelphia Eagles. Masterclass of an offseason. I keep telling you, this is a great offseason. Seahawks prove they know what they're doing. Chargers. Chargers need speed. They really do. They do not have anyone to take the top off this defense, which is a damn shame because Justin Herbert has one of the best arms in the NFL. So they could take Jordan Addison, but he's not fast enough. Could take, I don't know why again, Jalen Hyatt. Why is Jalen Hyatt all the way down at 77? I get if those are your fantasy football rankings, but it's a mock draft simulator. Jalen Hyatt's going in the first round with that speed and he's going to the Los Angeles Chargers. Great compliment to Mike Williams and Keaton Allen takes the top off, lets them freed up more underneath. For the Ravens, Jordan Addison, I do think they are going to draft a wide receiver because they're not going to land DeAndre Hawkins. They're not going to land Odell Beckham. So they take a wide receiver. They do the same thing wh- they did with Rashad Bateman. Just take the good wide receiver, the talented wide receiver. Stop going with these projects like Miles Boykin in the past. Jordan Addison to the Baltimore Ravens. Minnesota Vikings. They need help at corner. They always need help at corner. Going another year, another first round pick on a cornerback. Ah uh, Banks are Cam. I'm going Cam Smith. Go on Cam Smith for the Minnesota Vikings. Jaguars. Jaguars have Evan Engram on a one-year deal. And they've shown through Doug Peterson's history, his offense loves to use tight ends, loves to use multiple tight ends. And with his time in Philadelphia, they always drafted the replacement to that tight end and replace, and started to mix him in. And we've heard a lot of reports that Dalton Kincaid, I wouldn't do it. We're hearing a lot of reports. Dalton Kincaid's going in the first round. Jaguars adding a tight end, taking Dalton Kincaid off the board. He's going to grow under Evan Ingram, take a year to learn behind him. New York Giants also need a cornerback. And since Cam Smith just went to the new or to the Minnesota Vikings, Deontay Banks heading to the New York Giants. They need a cornerback opposite of Dore Jackson. Desperately, Aaron Robinson is projected to be their starter right now. And that's unacceptable, especially in a blitz-heavy scheme like Wink Martindale's. That'll bring us to the Dallas Cowboys. And the Podfather said something a little while ago that just resonated with me. The cow- Cowboys aren't the wheeling, dealing team they once were. Jerry Jones just doing the right thing more and more often. And with that in mind, I think they're going to solidify that left guard position. They had their starting left guard, Conor McGovern. He walked. Jason Peters, currently a free agent. Osiris Torrance, Osiris Torrance comes in, locks down that left guard position from day one. Star in the making. Future all pro. Learn from Zach Martin. Love that pick for Jared Jones. Buffalo Bills, another team that have been linked to Bijan Robinson, but I don't see it. What killed the Buffalo Bills was not being able to get any pressure on Joe Burrow, not being able to touch him in the slightest, which is why I think the Buffalo Bills are going to beef up that defensive line. Here, they could go Will McDonald. I think he will be a first round pick, but I think out of Tommy Waugh, out of Baware, He's going to be going to the Buffalo Bills. He can play inside. He can play outside. He can just wreak havoc. And this is even more important because Ed Oliver seems disgruntled with the Buffalo Bills. He wants an extension. There's talk he could be traded. Bills draft his replacement. Add of Tommy Waugh, out of Bawari. He's not an edge defender. He's a three-tech. And that brings us to the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals are taking Bijan Robinson. B. John Robinson steps in. As a do-it-all back. Joe Mixon, he can stay as the third down back. He can be a receiver but B. John Robinson. He's taking the first down carries. He's taking the second down carries. He's taking some of the third down work. And this is something that the Cincinnati Bengals love to do. The Cincinnati Bengals love to draft players a year ahead of when they're going to need them. That's why they drafted Daxton Hill in the first round, knowing that Jesse Bates and possibly Von Bell were going to leave. And it all worked out. Now they've got Daxton Hill as a starter. This is something that the Bengals do time after time. And now they're going to do it with Bijan Robinson. From AJ Green to T. Higgins to Joe Mixon. From Joe Mixon to Bijan Robinson. He's going to be a Bengal. If he is still on the board, look out. Just look out world. Bijan Robinson, the Bengal. This is going to completely complete the offense Possibly the best offense in all of the NFL. And that will bring us to the New Orleans Saints. And with the Saints, I think they need a defensive tackle, don't they? They've, re- they've signed some guys, but it's all depth. Brian Bressy, Brian Brise from Clemson, beefing up that interior for the New Orleans Saints. Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I did take the edge rusher the last time, so I'm going to be taking the offensive lineman this time. Cody mock. I've seen Cody, uh, Carpentier take Cody mock with the Philadelphia Eagles. And it just felt right. He's going to go in the first round. He can play all five positions, even center. Cody mock feels like a Philadelphia Eagle. He's going to be the backup. He'll compete for that right guard position from day one. Finally, the Kansas city chiefs and they need a wide receiver. Don't they? Kansas city chiefs need a wide receiver. Everyone keeps talking about it. They need some speed on their offense. They need some help, which is why Kansas City Chiefs are drafting Josh Downs round one. And that is it. That is Jack Kavanaugh's mock draft 1.0.